Sliced Bread. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Sliced Bread Podcast, where we give you your daily slice of life. I am your host, Gaddy. And on today's episode, we have on the panel, Lenny. Hello, cool boy. Lovely, lovely. We got the man with the names, Chris. My name is Chris, and I invented the name Chris. <laughs> and the man that makes us sound slick like butter on toast, the sound guy. And last, and certainly not least, Bob. Not the boulder. We don't bowl things up. We break them down. And today we're going to break down and break bread today's episode. Jeez, Bob, you taking my job, eh? Am I? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. You really are taking my job. You know why? Because a while ago, an absolute trigger moment occurred, guys. Um, I saw this meme, a video meme. I don't know if I showed it to you. Um, it's about this guy that got into a relationship and so all of his friends hosted a funeral for him because this is their boy that they cannot get back anymore. They must see him off. And so they host the whole funeral. Oh, wow. He's sleeping in bed and they walk in, they all in their suits and ties and saying their sad and lovely words at the funeral. And then the girlfriend wakes up next to him and is like, he's mine. <laughs> and then they're ready to fight <laughs> Like bring him back No <laughs> This was so hilarious But then I was thinking about it Your friends How quickly can they change And due to external factors That alter the friendship circle Like have you ever had a friend That you just lost Whether it's due to a External factor Which I call the significant other <laughs> Have they switched up on you and they now no longer exist. Oh, definitely. And this comes with the, the bad part of only having a few friends. When that, mm. one, when that one good one is gone, what do you do? Yeah, when your wingman's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Next no thing more you wings know, for it's, you? It's, it's, it's Saturdays, you're alone at home. It's just you and the TV and you're not going out. And you know, comes a time where this is our meetup time. We got to go. Mm. Yeah, when that, that message come at six o'clock. Hey, Are you a ready? ball. Yeah. <laughs> Because I mean, you know, like the saying goes, Saturdays are for the boys. It's for the boys. But sadly, those Saturdays start to end. That is so sad, actually. But there's nothing you could do about it if you think about it. Because the significant other takes priority, don't you think, Chris? Yeah, no, definitely. It's, I mean, I think it's happened to all of us where that, that one friend just slips away. You know, you've just lost that person to some other person. There's maybe a lot of... I didn't put the work in. (laughs) Who is she? I was your first. Yeah, a lot of jealousy, a lot of loathing going Mm. on. Yeah. I don't think anyone speaks on that, Chris, on how you feel as the person that lost the friend. It's always, um, I'm leaving you for another person. (laughs) But Gary, have you ever lost someone that was close to you? And then they switched up on you. You know, I lost to a damn toddler. (laughs) (laughs) You can't fight toddlers bro (laughs) I will fight you with those Legos Let's go (laughs) Now I'm joking man I have lost friends To a significant other And It's sad actually If you think about it Because You had such a good Friendship with that person But man It is what it is You gotta go with it You gotta go with it And there are friendships That actually worked where they had a partner and, you know, we became friends and we all chilled together and whatnot, man. You know what? That actually brings up a great question, Gary. Yes, sir. Do you want to get to know your friend's significant other? Mm. Actually, you know why I say that is because um, I've always felt like my loyalty is to the person that was my friend. 
The fact you found someone else, I'm happy for you. I'm actually happy for you because now I know there's happiness, there's blissfulness in your yeah. life. But that's not my friend. You yeah. are my friend. If anything goes bad now between you two, know where my loyalties lie. <laughs> good, good point. Because even though they find a significant other and they supposedly, in a sense, leave us, they deserve happiness, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. They do deserve happiness. The reason I say that, it's like... Um, because there's this expectation from your friend, get to know my significant other. Do yeah. you want to put in the work? Oof. I had a bad habit of doing that. In the, mm, in the and wow, did that work out for you, Gary? It did not work out good because I, I, <laughs> it did not work out good. This man's talking with so much pain in his voice. Yeah, bro. It's like, oh, it did not work out. Stop the cigars, Tito. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there were... Um, significant others where I actually got to know them and I found out, oh, this person is perfect for you and I um, hope all the best. And then there's times I found out about the significant other and I'm like, mm, uh, mm, we got to have an intervention here, <laughs> my boy. <laughs> we got we to talk here, boy. I was like, um, she told you that the body count was two, but she didn't tell you times by two. <laughs> oh no, say it isn't so. Chris? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the question again, Bob? Sorry. Do you want to get to know your friend's significant other on a friendship level? Does it matter to you? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it's important that if you're going to still spend a lot of time with your friend, mm. that you probably get along with that person as well. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you don't get along with them, then, is, then what's the point? Then you're not going to enjoy spending time with either of them anymore. So how do you bring up when you don't want the significant other to tag along? When you just want to have your friend back for a day, for you've got to put in that leave application. Yeah. <laughs> Look, to be honest, it, it all comes down to the friend because you can obviously do your part when you do see them together. And, but I still, I think it's, it's all about the friend and how much he wants to involve you in the relationship and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand that fully, guys. So then how active, well, here's a better question, actually. Okay. Do you like active or passive friends? By that, I mean um, active friends are people that you consistently speak to on a daily basis. Um, you, at their, you can visit them. They're not that far. Uh, but the passive one is low maintenance, but you can call them when you're in a crisis. But mm. you don't really have that close connection. Or I would say you do have the close connection when you meet up. Then it's like no time has uh, elapsed. Oof. Which one do you prefer? Well, let me first be before I say which one I prefer, they both are quite good mm. to, to have because exactly, yeah. um, you've got those homies <laughs> that you don't see for months and you meet up and things are where you left off and they're yes, perfect. Yes, 100%. And, uh, the guy's still hardcore, diehard friends, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but then you get those others that you see on a more regular basis, which is cool and it's great and you can have fun and they can still give a lot of value to your life. But at the same time, seeing your friends too often could... <laughs> Be a bad thing. I mean, I love how Lenny is just on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, mean, I know I he's given all options, and I like that. Yeah, but when he, when Lenny mentions that, um, I would think that doesn't age. Maybe, oh, actually, age maybe isn't a factor in that because you could still be in like your fifties and you maybe could. still see your friends too much. You no, know, no, true, yeah. true. But you know that saying, and and it goes for friendship as much as it does for a, a relationship, a more romantic relationship, absence. Makes the heart grow fonder. Mm, interesting. So you, you All out of sight, out of mind. Oh, that's Ooh. awful. <laughs> that's awful. It is. It's a breakup, bro. It's in a fact, breakup. What are you talking fact, about? Um, in fact, Lenny, I asked this one guy one day, 
are you an absence making the water profound kind of person? And the guy just gave me a cold answer. I'm more out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're damn. Ooh, that's not a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not a friend. Um, no, but I do believe just as much as your relationship with your significant other, your friendships should have a certain distance between them mm. as well because you start to see people too often, problems are going toward eyes. you in each other's space too much. You get on each other's nerves. This is true. It happens. I'll say that I'm going to sit on the fence 50-50. Okay. Oh, oh my well, word. I would say a third, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, wait, what do you prefer? Somebody has to be the buzz to my Woody man. Oh. <laughs> so you, you want that one? Yes, you. Be, I got a friend in you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Friend in me. A friend in me. Get it right. <laughs> no, we're not in you. Whoa, oh, okay. It's fine. <laughs> that's different. That's different kind of friends. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I was going to go on the fence route, but I think I'm going to go more the passive route. We are at an age where we don't need to always constantly be in communication with one another. Man. Okay. That's I understand. And most people are living their lives. So you got to understand those days when you guys can always meet up on the Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays and just do your thing. It's no longer like needed because some people are either starting their own businesses. Some people are either growing a family, doing something special. So you don't... Well, they're significant other. Exactly. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. And you can't actively just message your friend like, yo, let's go for let's go for drinks, let's go for, for this. It's like, nah, dude, chill. I, I got to do what I got to do to live my life. You know, and I appreciate the passive because nothing for me brings my heart is when you <laughs> have a birthday and you ask that, and you ask if it, yo, check it, come to my birthday. And then you haven't seen this dude for two, three months. And he rocks up and like, yo, Bobby, yo, Lenny. Like that, man, it just brings my heart. So like, yes. I will go for the passive. Okay, you'll go passive. I'll go passive, yeah. Quickly, does that make you enjoy those moments even more? Yes, of course. Yeah, gets yeah. absence, make the heart grow fonder. Exactly. You the, uh, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Okay? <laughs> oh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I would say at some point, the passive makes sense. It does. Mm. Because everyone lives their own life at their own pace. So you can't always just fall into someone else's, um, I'm going to say, life pattern. Mm. But the active friend is really fun when it's New Year's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's something to do because you're always in communication with these people and they are somewhat, they people that you can share moments with, man. Ooh, inside so, jokes is a thing. Yeah, something like that. Mm. <laughs> the old jokes only you guys will get. Like mm. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave Kelly out of this. But yeah. you know, Bob, they say that you lose uh, half your friends every seven years. I don't know if you guys heard that before. Yeah, because I heard the, a different version of that very saying is that if you have a friend that's longer than seven years, they're basically family. I lost my airline for seven I years. Guess it I, goes both, I guess it goes both ways then, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you will lose them as you grow. Yeah? Calculating yeah. my friends now. My doesn't grow, so a lot of sense. But then here's the question. <laughs> How do you measure the importance of friends to you? Oof. Gary, talk to me. Phew. It's interaction. 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 Okay. Interaction is the most important thing. And what I mean by interaction is that... Like, comment, share, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> to the Slice Bear podcast. The best Please kind do. of interaction. We yeah, do the best slice on the side. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, no, it's, it's interaction because if I provide like myself to you, I also, in a way, expect you to bring your side to the table as well. Mm. Because you don't want to be 
being at, in a tug of war and you're just pulling alone here and this person not help, actively helping you, man. So I see friendship as an investment and you invest yourself into this person and they invest themselves into you. And there's nothing worse knowing that that investment that you in, put in is a dud. <laughs> fair enough. No, fair enough, fair enough. It's a dud. And because the things you put your time, your effort in this person, you show up for when it comes to important things, you've been there. And look, you're going to have a bit of bloopers here and there where you feel like, okay, I did something right and this person did something wrong. It's going to have a bit of altercation. But the, the important thing, you work it out, man. As you work it out, you get to a point where that... Oh, that investment is oh looking nice there on your portfolio, <laughs> man. It's it's beating the benchmark. Exactly, exactly. Money matters. Exactly. Also, you you can't give too much, and the other party just takes. Exactly, yeah. dude. That's called capital gains tax. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, because I would measure my f- importance of the friends in a more practical manner. Let's say if I had a car broken down twelve o'clock at night, who can I phone that can come out and Help me out in this dire situation. Not Gary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good to know, Gary. Thank you. Uh, it's noted. <laughs> but like, um, that level of importance is what I would attribute. Something I can do on that line. Let's say something emotionally. Let's say a family member has died. Mm. How many of them will show up mm-hmm. and um, lend a, a shoulder to cry on? Yeah. Not that you will, you know. But you probably will... Um, be vulnerable at that point and they can help support you. Mm-hmm. That is how I would measure who is on a hierarchy of friendship tier lists. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so Bob, what you're saying is is that you'll measure it when, ta- when times are at its toughest, who yeah. is there to yes. help you. That will be how I so, would measure a, the importance. Because it's a good way to measure it. It's always fun you know, when it's good times, uh, the good times keep rolling. Yeah. Yeah, it's but when it's not so good, who's there? Yeah. The, exactly. real one, the real ones show up mm. in the good and the bad moments. Yes. Yeah, and my, even more so in the bad moments when you need them. Exactly, yeah. I want to say that I think how I would measure a friend, it's, it's got to be in the ability to, to learn from each other. Mm. Um, can that friend help you be a better version of yourself? So we've all got strengths and weaknesses, right? Um, and so do our friends. They've got their own strengths, their own weaknesses, pros and cons. We should be able to help our friends with their weaknesses and vice versa. And we should be able to, to learn from them and possibly maybe turn our weaknesses into strengths. Mm. Um, and the same with them. You know, you kind of, you, you feed off each other. Mm. So for me, I think that the importance lies in the act of being able to, to learn from each other. Uh, Lenny, so are you, are you also saying that a proper or true friend calls you out for your nonsense? Um, respectfully, I would say, yeah, not, not for, for nitpicking and being nasty, yeah. but purely because... To, to help you to improve help you. and to see, yeah. yo, this is where you're going wrong. And they're doing it sincerely because they want to... They want to see you be better and do better. Exactly. And yeah. I mean, a, a true friend will do that purely from, from a sincere heart. You yeah. know what, Lenny? I have a bone to pick with Mr. Um, Katz here. Because oh. one day, he gave me a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and, he told, and he told me, this haircut looked amazing. And I'm chilling there, and then I'm like, I got no compliments for that haircut. Ah, uh, of course not. I was being a good friend because I cut his hair for free. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> tell, tell him, tell him, tell him. And I told him he looked fly. <laughs> and that's what friends do. Confidence. Building up that confidence. <laughs> See, He's your, your own personal hype man, huh? Yeah, no. 
But let's be honest, you guys. People change. They change their entire value systems, their schedules, their aspirations. Now, are we selfish if we want them to stay the same? Or, or is that something that shows that we are afraid to change ourselves with them? Look, I agree with that statement. Because you have to go with the times of evolution with your friendships, man. Mm. I think you mentioned it perfectly in the episode with regards to the vast experience where you said that there's like a bu bubble that you need to pop. And one of those bubbles is that you can't just be doing the Friday nights going out, drinking and all those things. You have to pop that bubble. You have to understand that your friend is going to find this partner and he's going to grow with this partner. Are you willing enough to also grow with him? You know, either being there by their side and seeing the evolu evolution for, this, for them or are you going to be that dude that's going to be stagnating and chilling in the bar alone? <laughs> you don't want to be... You so don't you're saying get a significant other yourself and then you double date. Is that what you're saying? Something like, something like that. <laughs> or you can just also just be that, that friend that's just going to understand like you're not going to see this person all the mm. time. Um, Bobby, I think that's actually a very tentative situation because you asked, do you want your friends to change? Mm. Something like that. I know, now, it's a very loaded question. But it is because, friend. remember, imagine you see a friend rock up, like they, they've changed in like a way where they all of a sudden look good. They're mm. more confident. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, they're getting more of what they want. And now they're not anymore that pathetic friend. You know what I mean? That you, I get you, I get what you're you saying. Yes. Now you all of a sudden, you, you're actually going to be jealous of this person now. Mm. You, you're jealous of their success and what they're starting to achieve. Like you don't so, want them to surpass you. Exactly. So you yeah. get a lot of people who... Do, you, you, the, that's a key one there, Lenny. So you don't want them to surpass you. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot of the times as well, yeah. That's why it's such a loaded question. Like, are we selfish? And yeah. the truth is, we probably are yeah. if you are jealous. Because yeah. all I want to do is see my friends win to the level of me or even above me. Because yeah. when they win, I win. Exactly. That's why I see it, but not everyone sees it that way. No, exactly. That's why I loaded it with, are oh, we selfish? <laughs> Lenny? Well, there's a lot of self-reflection there then, yes. right? You start to question yourself, am I a true friend or do I want to, do I want to keep this person on my level? Mm. And look, let's be honest, stagnation is a killer of many things um, and even friendship. If one friend, friend soars and the other one just prefers to stay where they are in a, in a bad way, and the other one is looking for improvement, looking for betterment. There's no way that friendship can, can be on the same level that it has been. It, it's just not going to operate like that. But I think it comes to self-reflection if we ask ourselves, will I actually be happy for my friend if he attains much more than I ever will or much more than I have right now? Ah, oh, that is so beautiful, Lenny. Honestly. So we're going to wrap this up with final thoughts on what type of friend do you want to be? Gary. I want to be the type of friend that drinks with their children. <laughs> <laughs> with their children? Yeah, bro. What? I want to drink with their children. We're gonna take oh, I get it. Oh. You want to be the drunk uncle? Be the, the yes, cool bro. uncle. Yeah. Okay. I want to drink. We're going to take shots of baby milk and tequila, boys. <laughs> Caramel vodka shots to the next level. <laughs> we are We are destroying the ethnic... I'm joking, guys. I <laughs> hope so. I'm joking. I was earmarking this guy for my kid's godfather. Yay! I don't think it's happening oh, anymore. It is what it is. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Look, the type of friend I would like is the following. One that can be held accountable. One that can take responsibility for the stuff, actions. And one that is just, will constantly grow. I don't care if you're doing better than me. That's not what our friendship's about. It's about we all grow together. So yeah, that's my final thoughts. Nice. Chris? All I'm saying is to quote Nightcrawler, 
and Jake Gyllenhaal's character, a best friend is a gift that you give yourself. And I'll leave it at that. Lenny, talk to me. <laughs> the, I'd very much like to be to someone else the passive friend. Um, okay. Yeah, because look, I don't want to be as actively involved, but if I need to be, I will. And I want to be one of those diehard friends that if you call me and you're in a pickle, I'll be there. Bruce Willis. All the way. Yeah, I will, you know, be your diehard on Christmas. <laughs> Look, from my side, I just want to be the one that's dependable. Mm. So mm-hmm. when you're in a pickle, you phone me and I'll get you out. I'm the fixer. Mm. Oh, nice. Mm, that's me as a nice. friend. So guys, thank you so much for this wonderful episode. Please tune in for, for next time for another slice of life. <laughs>